This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, hey there, everyone. It's Stormy Warren welcoming you on the bus at Country Thunder with executive producer Troy Volhofer. Coming to you from Music City, we can't wait to chat with all of our friends in country music. Get ready for real talk about the state of the music industry, thoughts and insights from some of its biggest stars, and more than a few backstage stories from the six annual Country Thunder events held all across North America. I know I'll be sharing some great stories in a future episode. So buckle up and get ready for your new favorite podcast. Here's Troy. Today we have Trevor Rosen from Old Dominion. Oh, some deep, dark secrets that he's going to tell us about today. Had a great conversation with Trevor. Please stay tuned. So now, do you get a beer? I did, yeah. Oh, good. PBR here. Fucking P- bring me back to life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, I never like to be a guy to cancel rights for any well, you reason. You can't cancel them, yeah. yeah. But but even especially, like, if not because I'm, like, hungover tired, but I was, like, sitting there going, oh, man, I got a right today. So you ran like, into it. But then, you know, I kind of got up and got around, and I was okay, so. And I'm glad I did. Who did you write with today? Uh, there's a guy named Jackie Lee. Do you know Jackie Lee? No. It's the first time I ever met him or wrote with him. Super cool guy, really good singer. And uh, Jackie Lee, was he a metal guy? Was he what? Was he a metal guy? No. He wasn't? Okay. No. Okay. I think, uh, I don't know his whole story, but it seems like he had a record deal for a while. Because when I saw him on my calendar, I asked my publisher, I'm like, Jackie Lee? Right. Like, is he still around? He's like, no, he he's back in town and sounds like he got a new deal and he's firing it back up. Old guy. Ashley Gourley. Uh, he seems 30s. Okay. But, uh, but he was cool. Super cool guy. It was me and him and Matt McGinn and this guy named Pete Best, who I don't write with either of those guys that much, but hardly ever, but it was good. It was, we kind of floundered for a while and tried this idea for a few hours and got, I was starting to feel like we're not going to get anything. Right. right. And then we were like, man, let's just like switch gears. And we're all like looking at our phones, you know, you got a million titles. I'm we like, need to turn the thing on. Oh, yeah. Should we? Oh, Is we it are? going? Okay, good. good. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear me now. But, you know, it's like you, know, you have your list of ideas, and I'm, we're all scrolling through, and I'm like, 
I got a, a lot of uh, titles. I'm like, they're all terrible. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm like, I've looked at this list of titles for like eight years, and I'm like scrolling down. And then I said, said one, and they're like, that's cool. And we started talking it out, and then we ended up like, we got about verse and chorus, but it's pretty badass. It's, it's, a good, like, it's a good tune. Yeah, yeah. So it was, I'm glad we dug Did you it. write much with Ashley Gorley? Only a couple times, yeah. Yeah, you know, he's my neighbor, and I've never met him. Where does he live? He lives at the end, uh, the end of the road here, right at the very end. I, think I wrote at the house one time, yeah. but not with him. This is like songwriter row, because I got Tom Douglas over here. Oh yeah, and then he's at the end. But that he he lives. He bought the house off of Mark Miller from Sawyer Brown, mm. who lives at the end of the road. But man, it's kind of cool. But I've never met Ashley. I mean, he's got a lot of number ones. Like oh, he's like a lot most, of number ones, yeah. right? And he's triple triple. Always he, like he's like triple triple play every yeah. year. Yeah, I don't know how he. So, so explain, passion. explain the process of writing a song. So we have Trevor Rosen from Old Dominion here today. So excited to have you, brother. And, you know, it's been an honor, you know, to follow your career. I'm telling you, man, I remember the first time I saw you guys, you were playing a friend of mine's house. <laughs> and uh, it was a showcase, and it was freaking killer. Oh, thank you. And then uh, I... I booked you on country thunder and, and you had to play like three shows that day because you played the main <laughs> stage then you played some the some firestone tent vip thing and then you played the the, the bar after the gig right? yeah so, yeah sorry for working you so hard hey, that's okay that was back in the day when we didn't mind playing three times a day <laughs> it was great but you know that was years ago and we've had so much fun together over the time over the time and uh you know i i'm so amazed uh, i didn't realize until I think we had a party here one day, and and uh, there was a publisher here, and and I think she was your publisher at one time, and I didn't have any idea of the depth of songwriting that you've done and the cuts you've had for different artists, not Old Dominion artists necessarily, but I mean not not for Old Dominion, but for other artists. Yeah, and Regeyer, uh, you're talking about Re, right? yeah, Re, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and. Uh, that's what she kind of educated me on that, and I was so blown away. Let's talk about your songwriting. Let's let's talk about the process first, and let's talk about how you get your songs to different artists, like like Luke Bryan and and other cuts that you've had throughout uh, your career. Yeah, um, I mean it's it's hard to get cuts. I will say, like absolutely, it takes thousands of songs uh, and you know hundreds of good ones, hundreds of really good ones to try to get a cut. So. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've been lucky. I've been I've lived in Nashville eighteen years now, and it uh, it took me a couple of years to get a publishing deal. But yeah, the process. I mean, obviously, it's a co-writing town, and uh, for me, it's like you know, you, you try out different people. Matt Ramsey, who is the lead singer of Old Dominion, was one of the first guys I became friends with. Wow. You know, and I found him, and we didn't even write that much in the beginning. We just kind of hung out and were friends, but. You know, you find your crew. You know, I found a couple people I like to write with. He was one of them. And uh, it sort of just, it's like college for a song. Right? You just move here and just start trying to figure it out and write a bunch of songs. Maybe you get a good one. Maybe some of them aren't so good. And then you just sort of find your click. Josh, I mean, he's a huge hit songwriter now. I mean, yeah. written a ton of hits. Uh, you know, him and Shane McAnally, who, yes. you know. Um, they were two of the guys that like I found not super early on. Actually, Josh, I, I was writing with him from the beginning, but when uh, we met Shane, I started writing with him, and we just sort of found our crew. It was like me and Matt, 
and Shane and Josh and Matt Jenkins and Brandy Clark sort of had this little click kind of, and we just like, we just found our people. We all felt like each other had something. And even though we weren't getting any cuts, we could tell that what we were writing was, was really good. So it was like kind of a snowball effect and a bunch of near misses, you know, it's like, you, you get songs put on hold, you know, an artist puts a song on hold. I got a Kenny Chesney hold. And, and when you're new, you're, you're like celebrating like, Oh my God, I got it's a song on hold. I got a Kenny Chesney hold or whatever. And you know, like you don't realize that like, he's probably not cutting that song, you know, like there's a million songs get put on hold. So, but there's these little carrots that get dangled in front of you. You know, it's like I had a hold. I almost had a Chesney cut, you know, and hopefully over time, you know, those little carrots get better. It's like, instead of the hold, you actually do get a cut, you know? And when you get the cut, that's great, but it doesn't do a ton for you unless they release that song as a single. So, you know, you sort of break the barrier and get a couple cuts and, and here you're going to get the single, but then you don't get the single. And, and, uh, and then finally it's like, when you get that first big single, like the dam breaks and hopefully it leads to more for me, it, it led to more and I got on a little run. So, so how many number ones do you have? Um, I think, I think I'm up to like, I want to say 13. I, th- I should know this number actually. <laughs> I mean, it seems like, like a number I should know. I, I mean, but <laughs> that's, that's an amazing feat. Um, it, it's, uh, so do you, you came to Nashville as a songwriter. This is pre old dominion. Yeah. Yeah. I moved here from Michigan kind of like to try to make it, you yeah. know, I wanted to be a country singer, you know? And and to write. I mean, I came here as a writer, but I was trying to make it. I think sure. like most people move here, whether they admit it or not, they wanted to be a star. You know? Of course. And, you know, kind of like within a couple years, I'd say within two years or so, I, I kind of was realizing like, I don't know about me trying to make it as an artist, but I love songwriting. And I started to feel like I was getting some momentum there. I, I never would have dreamed I was going to be in a successful band and, and do what we're doing. Cause I kind of like sort of hung it up in my mind. I was like, I just want to write, right? Hit yeah. songs. So the band thing was like pretty by accident. It really was. Huh? Yeah. It was like Matt and I hung out, you know, and wrote tons of songs and his buddies from Virginia started moving here. And so he would showcase, he was, you know, trying to be an artist. And so Jeff and Wit, you know, our bass player and drummer, they, they were his buddies from Virginia. So they were like, backing him because they were his buddies and uh so the more i'd go watch him i just i was a fan so i'd go out and then you know as time went on he was playing more and more songs that we wrote together so anytime he'd play one i would just jump up and sing harmony and and it kind of like started to be a joke where you know he always jokes with the guys that they would be joking like is this guy in the band or what? Like, is he just going to stay on stage? But I just wouldn't get off the stage. I'm like, all right, well, now I'll just sing harmonies on your songs too, you know? Right. And it was, I would like, it hit a point where he was like, Hey man, are you like going to come to all the gigs? Like, I mean, should we count on you to be there? I was like, yeah, man, why not? I'll just, I'll just be in the band. And uh, that's kind of how it started. We were just showcasing our songs and just having fun and playing for a couple extra bucks here and there. And would have never dreamed it would snowball into what it did. It's amazing. I mean, we're on the the day after, we're taping this on the day after, of a massive, well, ACM win, but last night was the CMA win. Yeah. I mean, you you guys are rolling. I mean, mean, this reminds me of, 
the Alabama era for Old Dominion. And I mean, those are big shoes to fill, but I think you guys have filled those shoes. And I mean, it's coming fast and furious. I mean, I think your biggest accolade, at least in my opinion, is, I mean, I've seen you guys, you know, like I said, we talked about earlier from, you know, when you guys were first starting out, but there was something that was really special about Old Dominion show was that entertaining, lots of energy great it was a great show to watch live now what do you attribute that to i think we're just really having fun i mean we we're buddies we've played so many shows we played in bars i mean we'd go down and play college bar in tuscaloosa and it was just we'd play for four hours and it just we genuinely are enjoying it uh you know even now it's like it's not it's not really an act, you know? I mean, so you, you can tell when you watch artists, sometimes I can, where you just go, they've got every move choreographed out, and, and they're doing well, you know, and putting on the show, but it's like, I don't know, when we get out there, you know, of course, you know, we have a set list and things like that, but we're just genuinely enjoying playing the songs. I think that's why it translates. And it, who else writes in the band? It's mostly, you know, Matt and I and Brad... Uh, Brad Tersey, the lead yeah. guitar player. We all three had publishing deals before the Old Dominion thing hit, so uh, we've all written for other people too. Um, but but Jeff and Wit have become more of the process. They're not writers in the same way we are. But like we just went to Asheville, North Carolina last month, and booked a studio and just hold up for, band. for yeah for three weeks. And Shane Mack and I was there with us, and a couple got like Josh Osborne popped in for a couple of days. Matt Jenkins popped in for a couple of days, but. We wrote as a band. All five of us wrote all these songs. We'd write it. We'd show up at like in the morning. It's like the old rock day. It was. It's it, like where you know the 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 Kiss song is written by Kiss, not by right. Paul exactly. Stanley or Gene Simmons. Right. And we had done that. Like we. That's how we wrote "Break Up with Them." Actually, it was the right. only five way where we all wrote it. Yeah. And it was our first number one, which was cool. But we wanted to try it again. We were like, we did it with Make It Sweet, too, actually. We booked a studio in town just for a day. And we're like, let's just see if we can make something up in the studio sure. and record it. And we, we did Make It Sweet and one other one off our last album. And it worked. So we, we really wanted to do it again, just like, maybe it's a waste of money. Maybe we get two songs. Who knows? Like, let's just, let's just live together for three weeks, the, like the old way, you know? And, and it was like magic, man. It was like, we'd show up. I mean, first day, we were just sitting there like, all right, well, had some guitars, and there was a little living room in that studio, and we finished a song in about two hours, and we were like, well, let's go upstairs and record it. And so we popped in and cut it, and it was like every day, it just fell out that way. We'd show up in the morning, we'd finish the song in a couple hours, we'd go upstairs and record it, and uh, we ended up getting like 13 songs. Wow, what a process. I mean, that's amazing. So do you play live off the floor for the bed tracks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's cool. We're just all in our little booth, and oh, yeah, that's brilliant. We all play as a band, and then start to stack on top yeah. of there. So, uh, what a process! Well, I mean, obviously, the fans, the industry, are looking at Old Dominion as a very special artist. Cause I'm stuck on you, you're stuck on me. I never gotta wonder where my honey be. I ain't saving all my sugar for a Saturday night. Seven days a week, I got an appetite. Sunsets like a tangerine Let's find a road we've never seen Don't waste another mile or a minute not kissing me Life is short, make it sweet 
I don't know exactly how we met, but it was somehow you came to my bus to maybe watch the Predators play in the playoffs yeah. one year at one of the shows we were doing together. I think we were in Arizona. Yeah, and Nevin Marquard, who was an ex-Boston Bruin, was showing me his his uh, portfolio of how he's going to present himself as an investor in some new scheme he had going. And, and it was like, where is the beef? And the lady who used to do the Wendy's commercials. And, and then it was a fight with him and George McPhee center ice at Madison square gardens. And I'm like, Trevor, you got to check this out. And remember we watched that video and we were laughing because he said, I've never lost a fight. He got his ass kicked. That <laughs> he got his ass kicked. And and we sat down and hung out. And that was the first time you and I ever hung. And I find out that you, you know, you played hockey and and you played at a very competitive level and at the University of Michigan. And and and, and now I know because we play together. And I mean, I was like totally blown away by your skill level. Like, I mean, you could play at that level. I mean, you could play professional hockey. You could have played, I'm sure, at that. I mean, you you've know. taken that step. So you had two two places to go, music or sports. And yeah, sports choose. was number one for me. It was. It was, yeah, hockey was everything for me. Like, I, pl- I did play in a band, and I loved music, and I wrote songs in high school. But, you know, and I there was part of me that was like, yeah, I want to, like, after I play in the NHL, like, I'll have a band too or whatever, you know. But hockey was everything. So, and that's... When I went to college, uh, you know, I played juniors, uh, and then I went to Northern Michigan. I don't know if I've ever told you this whole story, but but it's, it's coming out now. Let's let's hear it. Um, so I went to. I was coming fresh off. I played in Des Moines, Iowa, uh, for the Buccaneers there in the USHL, and we won a championship. Actually, glory days. I scored the winning goal in overtime in the championship game. Oh, I love it! I love it. Yeah, I mean, somewhere, if you dig on my Instagram, there's a video of me scoring it and throwing my gloves off and getting, yep. you know, just... Nothing like that, is there? Oh, there's no feeling Nothing in like the world. That. The most yep. natural high you can feel. But anyway, I, I came off of that year, and I, I went to Northern Michigan, Division One school, very good hockey, you know, like, and I was just, so that was the plan. Like, okay, I'm going to come here and play for four years, get drafted. It was just what I wanted to do. But um, when I was up there, it was me and a couple buddies Got caught smoking pot <laughs> outside a dorm one night by a campus cop. I begged the guy. I begged him for like an hour, like, please just don't call the coach. Like, please don't call the coach. Like, you're gonna like this is my whole life. You're gonna you're gonna ruin my whole life. And I thought I had him convinced. Like, he's like, well, I gotta call it in. He turned on you because he was there because somebody broke some windows on campus that night. So he was there to investigate it. And we were, we were just college kids just standing outside the dorm and the door opened and there I was with a joint in my hand. And, uh, so he didn't really like, I don't think he really wanted to get us in trouble, but he's like, well, I already said that I found you three and you know, like, obviously I don't think you broke any windows, but like what I have to call my superior. Like, I, I, I mean, I have to, you guys are here. Like you wouldn't be here. And so I'm like, please, you know, I give him the whole spiel, like the biggest sales pitch of my life. And, uh, I remember he goes, well, just go sit out there for a second. And I'm sitting there like, and I hear him like pick up the phone and he calls and I'm, I can hear him talking. He goes, Hey, yeah, it's me. He goes, yeah, no, I, 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 can't, I found three guys. Uh, no, I don't think they broke the windows. And there's like this long pause. I'm like, please, please. No, no, no. <laughs> he goes, but when I walked up, I did find them smoking marijuana. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> Come on. And it was basically, that was the decision. It was like, that was it. They called the coach and I got suspended and then eventually kicked off the team. And it was just a, it was like, 
you know, from the age three or four, it was all I was ever going to do. And it, and it really like was a brick wall. Like, you know, I, I couldn't, I called a couple other division one schools and, and they were like, yeah, you can come and walk on, but you have to sit out a year. So you're going to have to be good enough to make me waste a spot on you for a year, basically. And you're blackballed. Yeah. And it was just, I was pretty dejected and, yeah. and I just, I ended up going to U of M Dearborn, which was club hockey. It was yep. still good hockey, yep. but it was, you know, I wasn't going to get drafted. It was pretty much yep. the dream was over. Oh yeah. Those words. Yeah. <laughs> those words. <laughs> but it's, but I'm, I was so blown away. So just so, so our listeners understand what, what we've done. So, um, we do this tournament each year. We raise money for, uh, the Vanderbilt children's hospital here in Nashville and it's a it's a pro am kind of thing where it's uh you know professionals and and Trevor's been and I have been doing this for the last 4 or 5 years and it's a great a great charity and we have a lot of fun but I, the first time I'm I have a lot of has been friends who are playing on our team and <laughs> they, we've all played in the NHL all played you know professional hockey for years it was their livelihood and Trevor is the only musician actually on the team and He's the best player, so we laugh our asses off about about Trevor's skill level, and and we had a bad year this year, but we won it last year. So we did we, get smoked this. We year. We got smoked this year, <laughs> so we're putting the we're putting the we're putting the band back together for next year, and we're gonna we had to we're gonna have to eliminate a few players and and make some adjustments to the roster. But I mean, Trevor is definitely the 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 key to it all. But it's a blast, isn't it? It's oh, a it's fun. Deal, it's the right? best. It's yeah. the I look forward to it every year. And it's always good too because like it always coincides with us. We seem to tour Canada in January, February. So I'll go up there and, and I'll find ice time. I'll just be out on the ice. I'm like, I gotta get in shape for this tournament. This is like this is what I look forward to every year. So Oh man, I love the fact that you called me. Uh you're shooting a video in LA uh this year and you called me and said all right, dude, when are we playing? I'm, I'm taking a special flight to get there, make sure I'm there for the first game. And I'm like, wow. And I mean, your commitment is amazing and it's so appreciated. I took a red eye. Those guys I was like, I'm getting love back. you. Like they do. Like all those guys think you're, I mean, man, I love it. It's know? like, you know, obviously hockey was my life. Just, so just sitting in the locker room and hearing the stories from those guys. Some great just, stories. Yeah, oh yeah. Man. Y'all have just amazing stories. It's, yeah. I could sit there all day and listen to it. Been flying solo for so long Nobody singing the harmony Up there just me and my shadow No bass, no guitar, no tambourine And I found you like a melody And you were singing in the same key as me We had them dancing in the streets I don't want to be a one-man band I don't want to be a rolling stone alone Putting miles on a run-down van Baby, we can take our own show on the road I'll lay down the beat, you carry the tune We'll get tattoos and we'll trash hotel rooms Baby, take my hand I don't want to be a one-man band What are your plans for 2021? Where where are you with your touring schedule? And do you think, uh, where do you feel you are? I hope the light bulb get switched on stays on because you know we we miss it and you know i can't wait to get back we had the chesney tour book this year 
and obviously they got wiped out. So the plan, all of that stuff has been moved to next year. So God willing, like uh, everything keeps trending and, you know, okay, and everything's gone and we can get back on the road. But I think we're, we've moved pretty much every Chesney date uh, to next year. So for right now, the plan is Chesney Tour 2021. So unfortunately, I won't be uh, able to tour Canada in January, February. So we're going to have to have a training camp for the uh, tournament. Oh, I know. I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, you know, trying to get back to Canada myself just to see, you know, uh, our festivals up there and, and hang out with the local media. But that's impossible at this point. So, but I think we're going to be all right going with, the, with, with what's going on with the vaccinations and the therapeutics. Um, when, when we go back, we were going to do this thing in Iowa. So we're in June in Iowa, and Old Dominion is headlining it. And it's a really cool lineup. It's a very diverse lineup. It's, a, it's Old Dominion. It's a Leonard Skinner. And um, I'm short of some of the names. Uh, big and Rich. Yeah big, yeah, big and Rich. Yeah. Oh, awesome. That but, was my first publishing deal in town was with uh, John Rich. It was? Yeah. Oh, man. That's he awesome. was, yeah, it was one of the, not to cut you off and derail, no, but no. just uh, he... I was here for two years. When I first moved here, actually, I moved first. My wife was coming. She had to finish her, finish out her job. She had two weeks at her job in Michigan. So I came first, and she came to visit me a week later and told me she was pregnant. It was like, and I had already moved all my stuff. We moved here. It was like, uh, we're, we live in Nashville now. What right. are we going to do? So it was like, you know, she she found a job. I was working at Best Buy, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and then about, it was coming up on two years, pregnant again with our second kid and we're like how can we do this like i haven't gotten a deal at any point maybe we should move home i was about to move home and uh there was a girl named shanna crooks that i would write a lot of songs with and she had signed with john to his publishing company and she uh was like john has been asking me who i write these songs with and you know he wanted to like meet you and i was like oh wow and so it was almost to the day we were gonna like moved back to Michigan for a little bit just to kind of figure it out. And uh, we had, he had a party and I ended up there and he came up to me. He's like, Hey, how's it going? You know? And I'm like, that's good. How are you? And he goes, man, uh, I love the songs I've been hearing. Like, how you doing on town? Like, and I was like, man, I, I'm not, I don't really have anything going on in town. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. You know? And he goes, you're not doing a damn thing wrong, man. He goes, I love your music. I want to work with you. Come back here tomorrow morning and uh, let's do a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow that's like holy so shit that was a great night oh it was i mean i partied i called i called amy i was like you're not gonna believe what just happened it was it was like a celebration but i there was in the back of my mind i'm like is he hammered like was am it, i gonna it, like john's house on the hill uh yeah well, not the gigantic one he didn't have that yet he had the okay same street yeah and i'm like am i gonna wake up tomorrow and he's gonna be like who is this like what did i say yeah. i'm like there's no way but he he called me at like 7 a.m you know, after we partied down, yep. you know, the night, and he called me first thing in the morning, was like, "Hey, uh, come by uh, and have breakfast. Let's talk about terms." So, I love those guys. Yeah. I mean, I, so he kept me in town. I was a three year deal. And you were going. You were you were you were ready. Yeah, to, you were ready to. I was at the end of my. The dream was over. String, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, stuff happens for a reason. You know, I mean, it, it's amazing. I I I I really like those guys. I think that. Uh, Big Kenny's probably one of my best friends, and and one of my best friends, and and but the the band live is is so dynamic, and I really find them entertaining. Yeah, you know they're a good band, you know, and I think they're very underrated, and 
And I think that people need to wise up to what they got going on, you know? Yeah, it's a great show. And they're survivors, too. You they know, are. It's they, like, they are survivors. Yeah. It, it's, there was a moment where I was like, I didn't know if they'd have, a, a, you know, another hit or whatnot, but they did. They clawed their way back, had some more songs on the radio, and put on a great show. So, it's yeah, it's, it's cool to see that that you can do that you know because there's a lot of people that would have been in their position that would have just kind of fallen off and went oh we had our run but they they just continue to to hammer it so it's so good to see i mean retro artists and i'm not saying the big and rich is a retro artist by any means but i'm saying like the retro artists that you see you know you look at tanya tucker you know who keeps popping up it's part of our vocabulary because of our friend right (laughs) but uh, she she's she's proven the fact that you know all of a sudden, she wins two Grammys. Yeah. She lined herself. Brandy Carlisle did a hell of a deal for her. And I'm not sure the, the act, I'm going to have her on the show. And well, I'm going to ask her straight up what the deal is. But, you know, and they did whatever they did. And there was magic made. And yeah. all of a sudden, bang, right? And it's a resurrection of a career that, that has spanned over, you know, 40, 50 years. Yeah. And, and I mean, Tanya was, I mean, Tanya Delta Dawn, she was 14 years old, I believe, when she cut that. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the power of the music, I think. You know, I mean, well, there's a lot of moving factors, obviously. But, right. you know, Brandy Carlisle was hot. I think it was there was a moment that they captured. But, yeah, it's like somebody like that that's got such a history. If you just make great music, it's got a chance. And, you know, like, I mean, and from a live standpoint, all of a sudden her guarantee jumps up considerably from what it was previous to her, you know, double Grammy win. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, everything changes. It moves the needle. <laughs> the right? defibrillator. I mean, you might not sell the more records. Yeah, you might not sell more records, but you definitely are, are making more you're, money. You're touring, back in right? business. Yeah, yeah, you're back in business. You know, in real business. It's great to see. I love all that stuff. You know, and I mean, I've always been a fan of of, of the you know the iconic guys who just keep working. And I, I was I was playing golf with Terry Clark and Megan Patrick about a week ago, and we're on like the ninth hole, and I look over and I see this guy on this right beside us and i'm like i know this guy and it was just a moment of like i'm not sure who he is but i know him and i went all of a sudden in my head it came back it was tracy bird oh yeah and i'm huh. like dude tracy and he's like hey man how are you and he's back and he goes yeah like blake shelton just added me to his tour and i'm like he's back really he's wow. on he's on blake's tour you know and i mean uh, for 2021 yeah and it was just a really moment of like you know uh, hadn't seen him in a hundred years, and he's making a comeback now. And I mean, there's a lot of '90s it's awesome. artists that are like coming y'all back. are booking a lot of people. Like, yeah, the '90s yeah. artists, it, it is awesome, and it's it's fun for us too to be out there and be on the bill with yeah. some of those. I remember last summer we we walked out and watched who was it, Diamond Rio. It's like I I'd Great never band. gotten to see Diamond Rio before, and and you know you think like part of me thinks like oh well you know like they were they were good years ago or whatever, and you stand out there and I'm like man. This show is amazing. Like it sounded perfect, and yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a fine wine, right? Like it just gets better with age. I yeah, mean, a lot of those artists. It doesn't better. always, I will say. Good but point. Go people like that. That like yeah. sometimes you see them, and you're like, man, they're they're as good or better than I remember them. If they take it seriously, yeah. And, and there's a lot who take it seriously and truly hone their craft. Uh, you know, you look at you know, Tracy Lawrence. I mean, I think he's an amazing artist. You know, I go out there and he's got 18 number one hits, and he. I mean, his whole set's a number one, right? Yeah. 
it gets a little crazy after, but I mean, it's like, <laughs> but it's a great hang and it's good, but I mean, he can pull it off. You know, he's oh, brilliantly yeah. live. I was a huge Tracy Lawrence fan. Uh, me too. I, I, I love Tracy Lawrence I, and I love him as a friend. And, you know, you look at artists like that and, and it's fantastic. You know, Clay Walker's another guy who, I, you know, I wasn't much up on Clay Walker and I went and I booked him and I watched his show and I was totally blown away. And it was like kind of like hit after hit after hit after hit. And and done extremely well. You yeah, know? I so. think yeah. There's a there's definitely a thirst for that I among the country is. music fans for sure. But you know, you guys have cornered this market now. I mean, there's not a lot of bands left in country. It's kind of been a thing of. It's kind of. I think everything is goes in cycles, and there's not a lot of bands. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. You mentioned Alabama. Like I, I was trying to think. Because people ask us, oh, well, of all the bands, and I mean, I don't know if I should say this, but say sometimes I'm like, which bands? Like, we're we're a band, we're a band. What other band? You know, like, is is there a Cadillac Three there band? But it's like we write all the music, we we play in the studio, we do it all, we live live down a in a van together, and it's like. You know, sometimes what they call a band is sort of a loose interpretation, but uh, you guys are more of a rock story yeah, from a lifestyle yeah. standpoint. I mean, that was that was pretty damn crazy of how you guys actually made. It. You're more of of what a hub of a rock band, a rock band, yeah. rock band would have done it definitely, right? yeah, and pretty damn exciting, you know. And I mean, and it shows. It shows in on stage. You see the energy between the between each guy in the band and the 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 that you're all friends and you all get along. And it's not like, you know, back in the day when Eddie Van Halen, at least look at David Lee Roth and look at him like, are you out of your mind? I mean, there's none of that. I mean, you guys look like you're totally jamming, having a great time on a party yeah. on stage. I mean, 100% we are. It's funny too. When we started to like, we hadn't been signed yet, but when we were start, the buzz was starting to happen. It was like, we had, we were writing all these hit songs for other people. And we had this band that was a good band. And, we had these songs. We had like break up with them and some of that in the bag recorded. We couldn't get a deal to save our life, and it was like, well, there's just no room for a band, you know. And it was like that was a different thing. And then all of a sudden, we had a hit and another hit. And then all of a sudden, it was like you'd hear around town like the labels, like, yeah, we need to get a band. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, bands were hot. <laughs> you know, cracked me up. Like that was the that was the big black mark against us was we were a band but then once it works and they go oh bands are cool you know i i like the band thing personally i think it's i think it's really neat i i'm i really admire your band f for doing what you're doing i mean those the band rights they go back to you know the old days of rock and roll when those guys used to sit in those studios and and, and the whole band contributed to writing a song yeah. well so, even before that it goes back to High school when you're in a basement with your buddies, oh, yeah. yeah, and you don't know what, what you're doing, but you're just making up music. Well, there were together. no monetary splits; it didn't really. Right, matter. right, <laughs> yeah. That's that's what it is. I mean, and that's that's what I love about being in a band. That's that's fantastic. So, what's what is in the forecast for Old Dominion and Trevor Rosen? Where 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 are you going? What's going on, man? You know, like we're just gonna keep it's the trajectory. I mean, we just been riding this wave, and we keep like kind of. Looking at each other, going, "All right, how long?" Did you pinch yourself? Uh, I mean, it, it, yeah. I mean, like at the CMAs last night, it was like just looking around, and we're in this small room. You killed it. 
It is weird, and Johnny Lee's out there singing along. We did the Johnny Lee song, I know. singing along, and it's just like, and they talk, when I hear people say our name even, you know, in the monologues and stuff, it's like, so weird to be one of the people they're talking about. It's like, this is the show that I always watched on TV, and now, like, we're in it. <laughs> it's like it's like if you watched Friends, and they rebooted, and you were on Friends. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I know, and, and hopefully it just you know that's the thing. You ask where where is it going to go? I mean, it's like we love music. We're we're going to keep doing it as long as people keep showing up and wanting it. But hopefully, hopefully we can do it forever. You know, like be like in Alabama and have a thirty forty year career. And you know, as long as as long as we still love the music, I think that's what we've always trusted. Like if we make music that we truly love and want to listen to when we get in the car, somebody else is going to. You make great music. I mean, there's no well, doubt thank about you. it. You make amazing music. And the Old Dominion brand is now a brand, which is pretty impressive because there, at least in my opinion, there's only a few bands in country music that have ever made a brand of their band. And you look at Alabama, who is a true brand of Alabama. Yeah. Need someone to draw an, a badass logo for us, like that <laughs> Alabama logo. It's like the best logo in country music history. Oh, I, I you know, I, I had when I first started out, I was like 17, 16 years old in Alabama. I got this phone call and um, I, I had scraped up enough money to buy four spotlights. And I get this call, and Alabama is going across Western Canada. And I take my spotlights out. And we do Brandon Manitoba and Bill Medley from the Righteous Brothers is the opening act. Alabama have all these beautiful trucks. There's three or four trucks with the logo on the side. That great logo, right? Oh yeah, uh, you know, pretty impressive, right? All the buses were matching colors and stuff. And I'm in this pickup truck that just barely works. And uh, <laughs> my best friend and I, Kevin Blevins, we went out and we did these dates with them. And that was like my inspiration. I, I watched those shows and the energy that those guys put into the venue was amazing i mean and 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 you're doing exactly that and and i'm you know i'm as a as somebody who promotes shows that old dominion is the fucking whoops did i say that the best <laughs> fucking buy ever but <laughs> it, it is because it's truly a great show and i mean we are in the entertainment business and there's a lot of artists who are great artists not great shows yeah old dominion is a great show well thank you man i I appreciate you saying that. You know, we that was a long-winded response. Sorry. No. Hey, if you want, when you're talking about how great we are, you can talk as long as you want. No, no I appreciate it. I mean, we do. You do take pride in it. You know, like like you said, it's it goes back to being the authentic, real band thing. You know, it's like if you want to be a, a good band, you have to be able to do it live. So, I mean, that's a that's a great compliment. And, and you know, like using Alabama as an example. I mean, our management company is the management company that started with alabama and brought them up so we've, we sort of have a good blueprint we have, we're in good hands you are in very good hands well the bus is rolling to a stop thank you so much to our guests this weekend don't forget to like subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen we'll see you next week This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 